0: DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. PK put it up on Facebook. Best song with a woman's name in it. Now, depending on the decade, what kind of music you love, our answers were all over the map. We had everything from the 21st century all the way back to the 1950s. It was all over the map, PK. There was some people with a sense of humor, some people clearly craving the good old days. Stacy's mom getting a shout-out. You got a favorite? Or you can't nail it down to one? Because there's just... You can't narrow it down to one because there's just too many good songs. How can you pick?
1: Oh, there's a million of them. Yeah, uh, one that comes to mind. This is actually literally the name of the song. It's a one name only. It's by Pure Prairie League. And it's called Amy. It has a phenomenal acoustic solo guitar intro. Love, absolutely love the tune by Pure Prairie League. Three words, called Amy. Pure Prairie League. That's going way back. Their heyday, the 80s? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know when. I don't know much about them. I just like the tune. I don't know when their heyday is if they even had a heyday i couldn't tell you that i just i just know i love the tune the beatles got
0: multiple shout outs alex and daniel both suggested eleanor
1: rigby
2: That I, might I remember it. For
1: my me yeah, what I love this tune. I-, I couldn't tell you one other tune they sing. I know nothing about the group. Well, I just
0: like Fountains of Wayne are open there. Stacy's mom—that's their one and really big hit. Some one-hit wonders out there. Yeah, whatever. They Adam, still had the hit. Adam Schlesinger, the kind of the mastermind behind Stacy's mom, passed away what two weeks ago. It wasn't long, you're right. Yeah, he, he's deceased now. Yeah. Pete sees all the options, but he is definitive. No question. It's Amanda by Boston. <laughs> Yak <Yuck> immediately. <laughs> immediately rolled the eyes and raised the eyebrows. No question. How can you be definitive about that? Boston was a fa- family favorite in the Hatch family, but Amanda by Boston, not necessarily the class of the it's only a matter of time till we get the tweet that all Boston albums sound alike
3: so that's true yeah this is, is on the list same. of their
2: hits right? it absolutely is I don't even know if it makes like the first track first side yeah. of their greatest hits
1: yeah, I wouldn't think so. It's okay.
0: I'm waiting through all the Eleanor Rigby's. My gosh, like five people nominated Eleanor Rigby. There you go. How about uh, Susie Q, Creedence Clearwater Revival? The Juro's always uh, posting. That's I his hate favorite. Creed- you hate
1: Creedence? Why do you hate I Creedence? Hate Cle- I just, I just don't like John Fogarty's voice. Oh, I don't
0: like it. So even when he sings about baseball, Centerfield, you don't like it because it's his voice.
1: He wrecks everything, even it's baseball. okay. I, that's hard. It's harsh. It's just that I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay to see them in concert, put it that way.
0: Well, as long as we're talking baseball, John says, sweet Caroline. The Red Sox have adopted that. They sing it at Fenway Park all the time. He says that's an honor of Hans, too, because Hans loves himself some Neil Diamond. Sweet Caroline. Eh, it's alright. Just got worked over. Too many people love it. Gotta go the other way. It's become a
1: cliche. Just, just not a not a Neil Diamond person.
0: Barbara Ann by the Beach Boys. Nate wants some beach music. Southern California beaches are closed. Orange County and L.A. have closed him, But it doesn't matter. You can listen to the music and dream.
1: <laughs> Went to a dance, looking for a romance, saw a Barbarant, so I thought I'd take a chance. That one? That one.
0: <laughs> there's, there's a lot of comedy mixed in here. Kevin wants uh, The Female Dog is Back by Elton John. He acts <laughs> like no. I'm gonna get in yeah, trouble. It doesn't
1: have a female name. No, nah, it does not say, have yeah. a female name, does it? No, it doesn't.
0: A boy named Sue by Johnny Cash. That's Eric's request. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, a boy named Sue. A classic. By a oh. legend. Kevin wants Allison by Elvis Costello what happened to Ellis Costello got faded away Scott throws that one out too so we got a multiple people on Allison
1: oh I just need Allison needs to know my aim is true <laughs> all right we just had a caller call in Troy wants this <laughs>
0: No, come to this. Come bid. on, it was a, it's a, no. a little hanging fruit, but no. it's a good friend of mine. like Fogarty. It's Springfield's not your guy. Rick Springfield. Dope,
1: girl, no. So
0: do your soap opera and get out of
1: here. This is fine.
0: He was Hasselhoff before the Hoff. He's a
1: toe
0: I can live with it. Yeah, uh, you can have it. Matt! Matt wants my Sharona. Were they two hit wonders? What was their second one? Trying to think. It seems like there was another one. (laughs) I don't know. The Knack! I was about
2: to say, I don't (laughs) think they have anything
0: else that I can think of. Good girls don't went to number eleven. That's the other one, Yak. There you go. All right, what else have you got, people? Hit us up on Twitter, David DJ James Tyler. Tyler likes uh, Run Dev Run, who suggested "Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds."
1: No, that stood for LSD. We cannot have that. Uh,
0: we're getting a lot of positive here. Kyle suggests Layla, and that a lot of people are liking that. Which version, the slow or the fast? Uh, Kyle does not uh, does not suggest either one. He seems to be neutral on the topic. Here's another one for you, Yach. Live present says Roxanne. The police.
1: By the police or Eddie Murphy? (laughs) By the police. (laughs) Not Eddie Murphy. A decent tune, certainly. Did I ever tell you the story of a girl, a high school girl I worked with named Roxanne? No. I was working at a place called Sirloin Stockade, which is uh, exactly like Sizzler, but it was called Sirloin Stockade, and so she was one of the gals uh, who would uh, ring your food up. You know, you go through the line, and then... They bring you the food, right? So you don't sit down and order. So she was one of the gals who did that. And in the back there, I was a busboy, washed the dishes and whatnot. And there was a sign above the uh, uh, door, back door, or one of the, no, not the back door, but a door into uh, a closet. And it said, N-O-T-A-N-E-X-I-T. So she asked the manager She says she's looking up a sign, she says, Uh, Tain exit. Does that stand does the notane stand for Spanish? He looks at her, what? She, she's Tain exit. Is that Spanish for exit? You know, like they would have like
0: I see where this is going.
1: Closed, and then underneath it would say Serato, which is closed in Spanish. So they have it both. <laughs> he looks at her. No exit. <laughs> it says not an exit. <laughs> and she was, and her name was Roxanne, and we used to call her Dumb as Rox. Dumb as Roxanne. <laughs> That's a classic. Thought, and no then, exit. exit. I never forget that. That's. <laughs> Nope, where's my No Tain Exit sign? (laughs) She thought No Tain stood for exit in Spanish. And so it was like, you know, it was written in English and in Spanish. No Tain Exit. (laughs) Oh, brother.
0: (laughs) Roger says, hey Jude. Uh, That gets a response from Run Dev Run. Jude is a boy. And Just Get the Rebound said it was originally called Hey, Jewel, after John's ex-wife. They changed it to
1: Jude, but it's still about her. No, that's wrong. I thought it was about his son, Julian. It's not about his ex-wife. It's about his son. Paul wrote it about, he wrote the song to John's son, Julian. You think there'll be better times ahead. As I understood it, the premise of the tune was towards the the boy, and and rather than Hey Julian, it was he shortened it to Jude. We're also so getting it complaints. Male of, song. We're also getting
0: complaints about Jesse's girl. That while Jesse can be a girl's name, the song is about Jesse's girl. Jesse is the guy, and get Rick Springfield off the radio. So there you go we got a lot of complaints coming in. I I think you added a certain part of that tweet. Maybe I added the get off the radio part.
1: You don't know that, though. I mean, Dave, you're just assuming that it's a heterosexual relationship. You're right. I am assuming that. Well, in your background, where you came from, I can see where you would assume that. More suggestions
0: coming in. Hey there, Delilah.
1: Plain YTs. Two more years, you'll be done with school, and I'll be making histories. It's what you do to me.
2: there,
0: Delilah, what's it like in New York City? I'm York a thousand City. miles away, Thousands
2: but girl, tonight away. you look so pretty. Yes look so pretty, Yes, you do. Times Square can shine yes, as, bright right. as, as bright as you. I swear it's true. As as swear it's true. Hey there, Delilah, don't you worry
3: about the...
0: Matt wants something a little older. He wants some Susie Q.
1: Just had that.
0: Matt wants more. Tune in earlier Give the people what they want
1: (laughs) We already had it Time to move on Thomas says Lola L-O-L-A L-O-L-A Lola Now that's interesting Because it's a girl's name But if you follow the context of the song You know what happens there Yes Yes <laughs> I've heard the song a time or two. I am aware. What's this like? C-O-L-A. And I bought the Kinks' Greatest Hits and a CD long time ago, and this song's not on it. It's not making sense. What? Yeah, go look it up. Hello, L.A.
0: They're saving that for Greatest Hits, too. Already planning another... Uh...
1: I think maybe they, they wanted you maybe to buy another one. I don't know what the story was. Now, of course, you can just get it on... Uh, uh, buy the song it, uh, exclusively. You don't have to buy any records if you don't want to. just buy tunes, which is what I do. I haven't actually purchased a CD or an album in who knows how long. But as recently as two days ago, I was buying tunes...
0: Michelle by the Beatles. lot of people lining up for the Beatles this morning. And run, Dev, run. Michelle's a boy. That's a boy. You don't get the game. We're getting a lot of conflict here now on, on the Twitter feed over this. You'd think this would, be, uh, this would be all sunshine, but there's a whole lot of conflict.
1: No. This is imp- these are important issues that we need to discuss and dissect and get it right.
0: Cnut at Jazz Cougar says, "Come on, Eileen" by Dexy's Midnight Runners.
1: Oh, jeez!
0: For whatever on, reason, Eileen. that What's the vi- guy's named Charlie. That video always sticks in my head. It's just some guy in uh, overalls uh, standing by a chain
1: link fence, wailing. I think they play that uh, Charlie Blackman when he goes to bat for the Rockies. Oh yeah, he's been an all star. Yeah, to yeah. Want I think yeah. When Char, you know, I, I think that might be his walk-up. You might be able to check that out. When Charlie Blackman comes to bat, he's a real good player for for the Rockies and has been for a number of years. I think they play that when he comes to bat.
0: All right, people are sick of the Beatles and they want the Stones. If Brad's leading the charge. How about some Angie?
1: Uh, Angie I mean she's captivating everywhere I look I see her eyes there's really not a woman who comes close to her I think she needs to dry her eyes having heard that version live and in person it's pretty sweet and anybody who's named Angie gets this sung to them they just can't help it and you have to go Angie you just don't say Angie Make it three syllables.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anything else would be wrong. It would, absolutely. And there's got to be a law. You could probably do six months if you didn't do that. Three months for good behavior. Okay. There's just rules in this world. The KISS fans are lining up. You know what they want, PK. Uh, makeup? What do they want?
1: Beth. Now kissing a love song, something is wrong with that. <laughs> a kiss ballad. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't seem right. What's the point of putting on that makeup and doing all that stuff if you're going to give me a, a ballad? You, you can't
2: have... sc-
0: You got to screen, you can't screen for 2 hours. You got to dial it yeah, back at have, some point. You got to Gene Simmons just <laughs> out there <laughs> serenading you. Everybody take a breath. I got this. And if I
1: hear you calling, but I can't come home right now. Seems a little, seems, I'm not going care. to Kiss. I've never been to a Kiss Yeah, Yet. The There's time. All
0: right, Kiss fans, there you go. Bryce, I
1: hope you're happy. Tanner, you got it. You know, I think you got to go one of the legendary tunes that has really stood the test of time. And that is? Wake Up Maggie.
0: That is a classic. Yuck Struggling.
1: Oh, yeah. Because I've thought about a lot of times, man, that that I know personally. I've I've contemplated finding myself a rock and roll band that needed a helping hand.
0: Tom Wimmer at Snootbutt, oh, there must be a story there. Says Tommy Two Tone eight six seven five three zero oh, nine slash Jenny. Is that another What Hand Wonder? I'm struggling off the top of my head to give you anything else by Tommy Two Tone.
1: You'd think he would have had two tunes since it's two tune, not you know just one tune. All right, DJ and PK, it's
0: 97.5 and 12.80 in the zone. we got Big T, Thurl Bailey, jazz analyst for AT&T Sportsnet, coming up at 8.30. 9 o'clock, Michael Lev covers the Arizona Wildcats for the Arizona Daily Star in Tucson. Our spring football tour at 9 o'clock at 8.30. Coming up next, Big T, Thurl Bailey, he played college hoops and... His son plays college hoops. His daughter played college volleyball. Maybe he's seen some uh, you know, some money spent in athletic departments that they could cut back on without cutting sports. Places they could save, PK. Maybe Big T's got some ideas. It's one of our other questions of the morning. We will get to that with him next. Stay with us.
3: Yeah! And now, attention. Top of the wire what? on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
0: PGA Tour planning to return to action June 11 through the 14th at the Charles Schwab Challenge in Fort Worth, Texas Colonial Country Club. That would be nearly three months to the day after they suspended play. Chinese Basketball Association announced yesterday they decided to postpone resuming play of their season until at least July. League play was suspended January 24th. They were hoping to return April 15th. Five conference commissioners the so-called Group of Five have asked the NCAA to relax requirements to compete in Division I for four years, including a minimum number of sports a school must sponsor. A letter from commissioners to NCAA President Mark Embert asked for temporary relief from financial aid requirements along with average football attendance. Top of the wire is brought to you by Syringa Networks. Syringa Networks is home to complete business telecom and IT solutions, backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communications for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net.
3: This is this, this is Hans Olson and Scotty G. This is what you want. See Watts from Cove. I've got one question for you, Scotty. All right. I believe you're the best play-by-play radio announcer in the state because I follow the Aggies as well. You're doing a great job with the Aggies. (laughs) How fun was it to call Sam Merrill's winning shot against San Diego State, which ended up being the last play of the year? That was as cool of a moment that I've ever had an opportunity to be a part of. Sam rises for three. Yes! You've got to be kidding me! Sam, I am straightaway three 2.5 seconds left in the game sam merrill is a freaking stud you know what i want to do Uh, yeah strut Strut. catch hans and scotty every day from noon to three presented by your rocky mountain chevy dealers on 97.5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network
0: DJ and PK, we're joined now by Big T Thurl Bailey, Utah Jazz analyst for AT&T Sportsnet. He joins us on the Sprint Special Guest Line, making it safe and easy to get what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability. Big T, good morning.
4: Good morning, DJ. What are
0: you? DJ,
4: what's going on?
0: What are you doing with yourself with all this free time?
4: Well. um... You know, I think instead of talking about how it's kind of offset everything, the good things that that it's done, it's, it's, uh, you know, all my kids are home, and, you know, I get to see my family every day, although that may not be all good for my wife. Uh, It's kind of nice. It's really nice to kind of have everybody there and be creative and think of things to do that are, you know, keeping us safe. But... Other than that, just, uh, you know, watching old playback games and watching uh, horse tournaments, Uh, you know, things like that. Watching a lot of TV, a lot of streaming going on.
1: Okay, so I need you to settle something for me, Thurl. Speaking of watching old games, you know, you find yourself flicking around. And I think it was two days ago, I'm flicking around, and I came across a Marquette-Robert Morris game, and your kid hits a three in front of the his own bench, and then he had a block and a help at the rim. But something happened, and I didn't watch the whole game. And so I don't know who won. I don't know when it was played, if it was this year or last year, but who won that game? Can you fill me in?
4: You said Robert
1: Morris? I think it was Robert Morris, yeah. They were playing Marquette. It was. And yeah, and Howard Howard had a real crummy game. I think I I don't know why they were showing it, but I think he was like zero for eleven or something at one point.
4: Um, yeah, they did win that game, and that that was one of the uh, kind of the you know the games that college teams play uh, just to kind of get a warm up. I mean, Robert Morris I thought played pretty good that day, if I remember the game. Um, but yeah, my son Brendan did have a pretty good game that game. But, yeah, I mean, that's what we're doing. I mean, I've got all those games DVR'd anyway. So, you know, I can go back and sit down with my son sometimes when he doesn't even want to and just say, son, this is what, you know, you did this game and you do this better. So it might not be so good for him. But uh, it does allow me the opportunity to, to have a captive audience with him and my younger son and talk to him about, about hoops.
0: That's the one I'd want to watch if I were him. I'm looking at the box score. They won 66-62, and he had 10 points, 5 boards, 3 assists, a steal, 2 blocks. He did a little everything. He only turned it over one time in 27 minutes. Brendan, that's the game you want to watch if you got to put up with Thurl. Yeah,
4: yeah he wants to watch. You know, There's a Maryland game he had uh, against Maryland last year when they were ranked, uh, I think, top 10, top 15. He had 27, and Marcus Howard didn't play as well. They lost that game, but, you know, he... He, he had a really good game, and it's interesting how you know you only want to watch the games where you played well. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't want to watch myself. I would go. like that too. Who, who wants to watch themselves go over ten and lose by twenty? Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> hey, look, I missed again. All right, so we got Uh, we got multiple issues to hit with you for you to weigh in on here, and uh, I I know you can pull out some colorful stories. I just don't know if you'll choose to. Maybe you will and withhold some names. Uh, Obviously, you know Rudy this this weekend. Rudy did the uh, interview on social media, and everybody's been talking about you know, okay, what's the relationship like with he and Donovan? So any light you can shed on what you think they're it's like now and you know they're not playing now so huh. but uh, what it'll be like when they finally get back together and whereas a lot of people live in the moment you will probably recall teammates who did or didn't get along or just kind of sort of got along and how much success you didn't did or didn't have with those teams that kind of informs your opinion on where this is and where it might be going and how much it will affect winning and losing which is what fans really care about
4: well, I, I think as much as we know, I mean, it, it happens on, on probably every team, every family, so to speak. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I've been in a situation where I've been on teams where I did not get along very well with uh, a teammate or two. Um, and and it wasn't necessarily long-term. It was just, you know, you're, you're together a lot. You're going to have disagreements. You're going to have different philosophies. Um but what is your what? What really is your goal? What's your personality? And that, that's everybody deals with that in the workplace. Uh, I'm sure you know you and PK deal with it sometimes. Um,
0: Just when yacht gets really out of uh, control.
4: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you know, it, you, there's a way to coexist and and still have the same goal and be able to get along. My personality has always been. Listen, uh, we're teammates. We're gonna find a way to work this out. That's I mean. There are some guys who are like, "No, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna be near this guy. I'm not gonna pass to him or whatever." But you know, I, I don't see that happening, you know, regardless of you know how serious it is. Or I mean, I I don't think anybody really knows. But those two, I mean, you can you can read all you want. I know as an athlete, if I had a problem with a guy. Um, you know, we were the ones who, who worked it out. It didn't really spill out of the locker room, or get to the point where you know. Of course, we didn't have social media and stuff like that either. But it just never, never really got it. it tried to work it out, and if we couldn't work it out right away, we we coexisted. We we knew that we needed each other. We needed everybody on the team, especially uh, certain you know, key guys to win basketball games. And, and so as an athlete, you just try to, you try to work it out. And, and if it gets to the point where you can't, then uh, I guess you... you.
0: You broke up there at the end, Thoreau, repeat the end. At the end, if you can't, what? And then it all broke up.
4: Oh, I'm sorry. You, you got me now? Yeah. I said, you know, it, you, you try to coexist, you know, Knowing that, especially if you're, you're you know players on the team that are key players that are having some kind of a you know disagreement, but if it gets to a point where you you can't work it out, then obviously things will will take care of themselves, and and and, and people will you know they'll know more about that relationship, but you know, I don't know if I see that with these guys. I mean, I think. You know, I, my issues on whatever team I was on, and, and had issues with a guy. I was the guy that just stepped up and said, "Well, you know, what can we do? How can we work this out? How can we coexist? We want the same thing." And so, um, you know, I'm I'm hoping that those are the the long term personalities of, of both those guys. If there is something really seriously there that's affecting their relationship.
1: When you talk about a relationship that you may have had as a player, was that more a personality thing, or was it related to to basketball? Because to me, if it's not related to basketball, well, then get over it.
4: That's right. I I totally agree. And and my issue was always a personality thing. Um, You know, if I had a disagreement with a guy... It was more about, you know, his approach to his teammates. Um, I was, I really considered myself uh, kind of a bridge. You know, if there were uh, if there were issues going on and uh, between a couple of guys, I was always that guy to tried to kind of step in and bridge that gap. If I had a problem with a player, a player had a problem with me, um, I normally was the one to step up or make the phone call to that that player um you know when we got home or whatever and to say well what can we do you know what what's how can we mend this so we can we can get past it um and, and you need those kind of personalities you can't have you know those personality types that are, that are just butt heads it just doesn't work in, in the scheme of things not just for those two players but for for the whole team and the coach
0: Big T, Thurl Bailey, joining us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, In addition to this, I think there's a bigger picture that I think is even more important, and that is there are so many teams that are going to have money in the summer of 2021, and there are so many key players that either have uh, are going to be in free agency because they end their contract or they have player options so they can end their contract and make them free agents and so how are clubs and maybe to a lesser degree players too supposed to decide on well who do we want on our team or who do I want my teammates to be when they're getting so little input Input if a big chunk of games get missed you know and here yeah. it's easy to say because well Rudy would be up for a supermax can the Jazz Win with four three-point shooters and Rudy in the middle, or do they have to go the way a lot of teams are going and have five three-point shooters on the floor to really get where they want to go? So that's a huge decision for them. But Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to be a free agent in Milwaukee. Uh, The Clippers have their guys set up on their two big stars set up on shorter-term deals. Obviously, LeBron is getting older. How long can he keep doing this? And Anthony Davis has got to decide well, if it's not LeBron, are they bringing somebody else in, or do I need to go somewhere else? So everyone's got these huge decisions, and maybe they'll play a lot of basketball between now and then. It'll get easier to make, but maybe they won't. Everybody will be flying blind.
4: Well, you hope – I mean, that's the hope. The hope is that there's some scenario that works out that, that brings some kind of – I don't think it'll ever be normal. Uh, well, I don't think it'll be normal for a while at least. I think uh, COVID-19 is really – offset a lot and you know I know that the the NBA is working on several scenarios but uh, whatever scenario that ends up being it it has already put a you know put a huge uh, off kilter if you will in everything I mean you look at the money the teams are losing now not just with their teams but owners are you know with arenas not being used um, so financially that's going to be a big issue anyway. Um, so I think at some point, you know, free agency is free agency, uh, and, and, there is going to be money available. It's just a matter of, um, you know, you talk about LeBron. I mean, you, you, you've already, players have already missed an opportunity potentially this year to have some kind of a, you know, a normal end to a season where you, you crown a champion, and that's another year gone, right? So, um, you know, I mean, free agency is what it is, and, and, and you know that whatever scenario it ends up being, players are going to have the opportunity to to move again, or you know, stay with their own teams. Who knows what the, that supermax will be? Uh, it may have a different different look, but um, you know, the the reality is there is going to be free agency and and it's going to be interesting to see the different scenarios or the different uh, directions that these players end up choosing based on, you know, where we are uh, NBA wise and, and financially.
1: When you were a player either in college or high school for that matter, growing up and then obviously in the NBA, when the season ended, How long did you take off before you got back into heavy training, whether that be physical, whether that be pickup games? And the reason why I'm asking that is because we're now over a month where these guys have not been allowed or been able to have some form of heavy training, whether that be on their body or on their games.
4: Well, I always took uh, about three weeks off. Um and I, and I don't even think it was off, right? I mean, you talked about heavy training. I think every player who's gone through a, a rigorous season, um, when the season's over, you, know, you, you don't start training like you did prior to that season. You know, it's not heavy training. You kind of give your body a chance to recover a little bit. You spend time with your family, go on vacation, but you always do, you're always doing something whether it's uh, you know getting on a treadmill in the morning or doing push-ups or stretching or uh, maybe shooting hoops with your kids, always something that, that keeps you active. Um, but this is different, right, PK? I mean, this is different. I mean, players don't yeah. necessarily have the opportunity unless, you know, you're kind of the Mike Conleys and, and you've got your own gym um, and you've got a way to, to get those workouts in. But even even that... is is is, it limits you as far as being competitive because nowadays you see a lot of these guys at some point in the season they you know they find a way to 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 find where the runs are, you know, where the five on fives are and and kind of insert themselves into that playing playing up and down basketball. So there's not a lot of that going on. But I mean these guys listen, they, they, they can find a way to work out. They can find things to do. Um, of course, it's all about you know, nutrition as well now um, and just doing things. You know, they could do yoga in, their, in, their, in the privacy of their own homes and things like that. So there are things to do, but I don't think that if that scenario ends up being for the NBA, okay, we're ready to play, none of these guys are going to be in basketball shape, right? Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to take some time, whatever time that is. To, to figure out how to get guys back to playing shape or there's going to be, be a lot of injuries.
0: So you played college basketball. Your son and daughter have both gotten college scholarships to play basketball and volleyball. Have you seen some money, um, if not flat-out wasted along the way, maybe spent aggressively, if that's a phrase uh because we're seeing that colleges are worried that they're not going to get the revenue from the football season they'll have to make cuts the easy thing to do is drop sports i think that's a painful process nobody wants to do it maybe they wouldn't drop them maybe they'd only suspend them for a few years but that would also be bad is there something they can do where do you see some significant cuts that could be made so they don't have to drop sports
4: wow that's a that's a great question um well, of course, a lot of these schools, the, the revenue-making sports are what? Football, basketball, um, and maybe for the most part, that's it. You know, the other a lot of the other sports live off of the revenue from those sports. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, this is all like new territory, isn't it, for – For a lot of things, even that, Um, you know, I I think at some point, though, I mean, if if uh, you know, I don't I don't know whether it's different for state-owned schools. um, Obviously, I mean, there there are a lot of schools who rely on the financial donations of of others uh, for scholarships. So, I don't know. I don't know what that scenario looks like. I know that you know it, it will affect. You know, some of the smaller schools more than it will, you know, some of the powerhouses, obviously. But, um, you know, if the cuts have to be made, it, it definitely won't be the, you know, the revenue sports, obviously. But um, it, it's sad. I mean, it's a sad state right now that we're in because nobody really kind of understands where it's going to end up or where we're going to be. They're just trying to, a lot of, a lot of Schools obviously are trying to prepare for the worst, but and maybe hopefully bring those, some of those sports back. But it's just an interesting time to see what's going on and how COVID-19 is affecting um, not just us as a as a country uh, financially, with you know with unemployment being you know, skyrocketing now and people not having jobs. Um, but even this scenario we're talking about, as far as when we do get going again, how are we going to, um, you know, how, how's that going to look? What's that scenario look like in college sports to where, you know, a school says, well, we can't, you know, we can't have this program anymore. We, we just can't afford to do it. Maybe we can do it later. So uh, it, it's, it's a difficult time, man. It really is. And it's going to be interesting to see kind of where we, how, how soon it will be or, or how long it will take, for us to to get back to that kind of normalcy. I'm not sure it'll happen for a while.
0: Before you go, one thing to watch or binge watch? We're doing a segment every day now. What did you watch last night? You got something to help people out? Maybe something they missed out on, they ought to catch up on?
4: You know, no. um, My kids kids are movie buffs. Um, And my 16-year-old was looking for something to watch. And um, my older son said, asked him if he had ever seen the movie The Pursuit of Happiness uh, and my youngest son hadn't seen it so they watched that last night uh, and and I mean those kind of movies you know the feel good ones um, are always good to watch especially family wise uh, I thought uh, I'm trying to see what my, my daughter my daughter braille loves these um, these crime Movies right? she likes to try to solve those, like the whole cold thing uh, she was she's really honed in on that, so she tries to get us to watch some of these shows that you know you have to try to solve and figure out who the killer was and all that but there's a variety of stuff out there man um, i'm not sure i 'm binge watching as much as i 'm just sitting in on what everybody else is watching uh, so but it's fun it's fun to see the the different stuff our our kids like to watch. The um, one thing that I cannot do, my wife's going to kill me, is, uh, and, and maybe she hasn't watched it as much, but are you guys wise in, into the Hallmark channel? No. Well, I, I'm not <laughs> dogging it out, because I know this is like, everybody's listening, it might get back to my wife, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, that's, that's, that's uh, not a channel we're watching right now although it is supposedly a feel-good. Um, Christmas season, Thurl. I know, man. and You know, yeah. and, and that Christmas season for the Hallmark Channel starts in, like, August. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, right.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Big yeah. T, we appreciate it. Thanks for a few minutes. All right, guys. Take care of yourselves. Thurl Bailey. Big T, join us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Michael Lev covers the Arizona Wildcats for the Arizona Daily Star in Tucson. Our spring football tour gets underway in about 15 minutes. Stay with us.
3: Take The Zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of The Zone as well as podcast editions of every show. it's time to showcase those that are helping all of us through these difficult times this is a partner profile on the zone sports network dj pk and we
0: are joined now by nico from marley's nico good morning how are you
2: hey i'm good i'm great actually i can't complain
0: so this morning, are you at the uh, store in Linden, just off I-15 to the west there, the that, Harley-Davidson, or yeah, are you in South Jordan?
2: That, I'm headed down right off to 1600 North in, in, uh, in Linden.
1: Well, that couldn't be a better location. We've been down there so many times, right off the freeway there. Tell the folks what you got going still as your business is open.
2: Yeah, it's a fun little spot. So we got the drive-through going. That's been kind of our saving grace through all this. We're we're kind of cranking through there. So a lot of people call in and they'll place their order, but then they'll come through the drive-through so they don't have to get out of their car. They don't have to expose themselves to anything. They can just whip through there, grab their their call-in order, or if you're if you're not a planner like me, you just hop in the drive-through. There's ne- never more than a few cars, and we'll get you through there in just a couple minutes. Get you breakfast, lunch, or dinner. So. We're doing it right down there.
0: You open for breakfast at eight a.m. You serve till eleven, so you're about a third of the way through. Uh, yeah. So, bottomless pancakes or bottomless French toast? What's winning right now?
2: It seems to always be the French toast, but for me, it's the pancake. I think that's kind of the. I think people ha- the pancake has a reputation of being dry and not as you know not as good. But I'm a pancake guy. Ours is awesome buttermilk pancake with that syrup. You can't go wrong. So. I'm going to vote pancakes today.
1: All right. Well, then move on from breakfast because you also got other stuff throughout the rest of the day.
2: So slider-wise, obviously our top pick has been that handsome Rob. It's been that for years. That's a burger with bacon, spicy buffalo sauce, cheese, grilled onions. That one's delicious. I really like, right now I'm going for the Rickster, which is the blue cheese cheese. Bacon, grilled onions, lettuce, tomato. That one's awesome. That's a burger as well. But you really can't go wrong. So most people are getting two or three of those and then some fries and a drink. We're also doing a family pack, feeds four or feeds eight. There's a pretty heavy heavy discount for that. So come check us out.
0: So uh, how many of them have avocado and and or guacamole on them? I guess you don't really need and (laughs) or guacamole on them. I need it Nobody else does
2: The the Mick has it It's a grilled chicken Bacon avocado ranch The Lex has it That's a pulled turkey Bacon cranberry Lettuce And then there's a Fajita slider That's got Grilled tri-tip steak uh, Fajita peppers Avocado and ranch So three of them
0: That's the one I've had the Lex But I've had the fajita Multiple times Yeah the fajita's awesome all right, so for uh, for people who don't know, how late are you open as far as uh, dinner? You got the lunch thing, and then for dinner, can they hit you up?
2: Yeah, we're doing We're doing until 8 p.m. through the drive-thru, so <clears throat> come hit us up. Um, we did adjust the hours a little bit there, but 8 o'clock, um, we'll still crank it out for you. So come on down. All right, he's
0: Nico from Marley's Gourmet Sliders. I-15 in Linden, just inside the Timonogus-Harley-Davidson. It's about uh, 20 seconds west of the freeway. You can get on, get off, and be on your way. And then in South Jordan there, just east of Bangor Highway, open for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., Marley's Gourmet Sliders. Nico, good to talk to you.
2: Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. DJ
0: and PK, Michael Lev, covers the Arizona Wildcats for the Arizona Daily Star in Tucson, our spring football tour, next.